Hi, this is Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. On today's Adam Talks, I'm going to be talking about student debt, retirement saving, and being a millionaire when you retire, and how all these different features and plans work together. Student debt, we all know what it is. Most of us have it. And the question then becomes, is it worth it? Should I have maybe done something different? How has it impacted my finances? And what is that degree going to actually have in terms of value in my life? And is there a different way that you can potentially save over the course of your life and guarantee yourself almost a million dollars or more at retirement without a college degree? And the answer is probably yes. So before we dive into this, let me throw some statistics at you. So you kind of see how big the student debt issue is. So according to numbers, um, I found $1.53 trillion in student debt currently, but 44.7 million people, Americans, have student debt. Average monthly payments about $393 a month, and the average student debt is about $37,000. So you're talking about a lot of people. And obviously it's become a hot topic. Uh, Senator Warren, Senator Sanders have made reducing or eliminating student debt a big part of their uh, platform. Um, It's talking to a lot of people. Why? People are frustrated. Tuitions have gone up because it's been easier to get student debt. So schools have been charging more and it's just a vicious cycle that's really hurting the student. Now, I'm not, I want to preface all this saying I am very, very, very pro-education. I have a college degree. I have a law degree. I have a master's in tax law. I was in school till 26 years old. So I'm all for education. But you also have to be a realist in terms of valuing and balancing the cost versus the value. So when we look at value, let's look at some numbers that talk about what you could earn. If you have a bachelor degree, your average salary throughout the course of your employment is about $60,000. And this is according to Smart Asset, a website. Associate degree, about $42,000. No, just a high school diploma, about $35,000. Okay, so obviously it's clear difference between 60 and 35. You're going to earn more if you have a degree, and that will go up if you have a law degree or a master's degree or a business degree. Um, and that's fine, right? You put more time in, you have, you're higher educated, you tend to earn more. But that's not always the case. And we know now with different uh, professions, different areas of the economy, that whether you're in the service industry or in arts or in online social media or in media, there are ways you can earn a whole lot of money and not have to do your traditional four-year college program and have $150,000 in debt. So I kind of use my experience to, I would say, you know, kind of foreshadow where my thinking goes. I grew up in Canada. Don't hold that against me, but I did. And I went to a school called McGill, which is considered a really good university. And I think my tuition per semester is about $1,500 or so. I remember going in with like a check and here's my tuition, bang. I had no student debt. That changed when I went to law school and I saw how expensive law school was 23 years ago. And that was already 35, 40,000. It's probably, my neighbor's actually at law school first year this year. And I think he said with room and board and everything, it's almost $70,000. So is it worth it? 70 times three is $210,000 plus uh, maybe undergrad. Is it worth it? If you have the chance to go to an Ivy League school like Harvard, Princeton, probably is worth it. But if you're comparing you know, a top 80 school versus something else, then maybe you're better off taking the cheaper option and probably makes sense. 
why? You'll still get your bachelor degree or your associate degree, but maybe you'll be able to reduce your student debt from 150 to 15,000. And every dollar you save and it has the ability to be used to save for retirement. And that's where I come in. And that's where my passion comes in. My passion lies with unlocking dollars on a daily or monthly basis so you can use to invest in an IRA or Roth IRA or a 401k and take advantage of the power of tax deferral. Tax deferral means your money grows without tax. The retirement system is the most effective way of taking advantage of compounded return. Ask Albert Einstein if you can, ask Warren Buffett if you can. Um, that's the eighth wonder of the world. Not from me, from them. That's how rich people get richer. Your money grows without tax. The US retirement system right now is the best way to take advantage of compounded return. Let me give you some numbers. Let's say you didn't go to school, okay? Let's say you started just working in a restaurant or you started doing social media or you became, uh, you know, worked in a retail store or in an office and you just said, I'm not gonna go to college. Well, hopefully you'll have, let's, and let's assume that you were able to save um, 200 bucks a week, okay? 200 bucks a week, start at 22, and go to 70, average about 8% rate of return, which is below what the average would be, you'd have 1.27 million tax-free at retirement. Let's say you did that at starting 18, you'd have 1.74 million at retirement. So, hey, guaranteed, almost guaranteed because your money is gonna go in the market and the market's averaged close to 10% over the last 60 uh, or 70 plus years. So you can expect at least seven plus, probably eight plus return. So if you just put away 200 bucks a week or a month, excuse me, at 18 or 22, you're going to have at least 1.2 million at 70. Okay. What happens if you did 393? Now at 18, you'd have 3.4 million tax-free. At 22, 2.4 million. And I'm not even talking about increasing that 393 a month for when you earn more money when you were in your 30s or 40s or 50s or 60s. Talking staying even, 393 or the 200 a week, you're at least a millionaire at retirement tax-free in a Roth IRA. So that's pretty cool because you could end up being richer if you didn't go to college by just saving a few hundred bucks a month in a retirement account. Then if you went to college, have $36,000, $40,000 in debt, now you don't have that two, 300 extra a month to save because you got to pay the student loan companies and you're tight because you need money for rent or mortgage or pay vacation or healthcare or whatever other costs you need. And that money could be used for savings and likely you're not really going to be able to tap in to your savings and save the right way because of your cost of student debt. Um, I'm 44, I graduated law school uh, 20 years ago plus. I still have friends that have student debt, okay? 20 years later. Um, and they have, let me tell you, they work at big law firms, okay? They're not making $30,000 a year, they're making $200,000 plus. But they have expenses too, right? They have a family, they have other expenses, credit card, mortgage, they can't just pay off $4,000 a month in student debt, right? They have to pay their, their payments and it takes time. Interest accumulates. Most student loans are maybe 10, 15, 20 years. And even a $30,000 loan, you may end, be end up paying uh, almost $10,000 in interest, even if at a low interest rate of 6%, uh, which is the federal direct student loan of 6% interest rate, $333 a month, $30,000 loan, you're looking at almost $40,000 when you're done with it. Okay, so you can imagine as the numbers grow and increase, more interest, more money you're throwing away. On the flip side, education is super important. Uh, I want my kids to go to school, but I'm hopefully I will be realistic to say if they're not going to go to a top 20, top 30, top 40 school and they have options, 
between maybe a top 80 school and maybe a top 200 school, and one of them will give them a full scholarship and one won't, does it really matter? At the end of the day, you're probably going to get that same job, and your success in your life will probably be more dependent on what you do than what college you went to. So if tuition was 1500 bucks, like what I paid, then yeah, go to the best school, right? It's a no-brainer. Everyone should go to school. But with tuition being 50 or 60 or $70,000, uh, it's not a no-brainer anymore. Let me give you another statistic. Uh, from 1971 to 2018, public university per year, 8,700 8, in um, 71 in 2017, 21,000. Okay, Pro I mean public university, excuse me. Private university, 18,000, now 48,000 in 2017. And I, I can tell you, you got to live there, you have room and board, you're looking at 60,000 plus a year, four-year program, $240,000 a year. Then if you want to go to business school or medical school or become a doctor or whatever, another few hundred grand. Uh, my neighbor's a doctor, lives across the street, he's got 400,000 plus in student debt. Super successful, but hey, He's going to be paying off his debt for another 10 years, and he's already been practicing medicine for almost 15. Uh, it's a big problem. I can see why Senator Sanders and Warren are pushing this topic. It's impacting. There's 45 million people impacted, plus parents like me that are worried about the future. My kid eventually is going to be at the age of college. What is college going to cost? What is having $200,000 or $100,000 or $30,000 of student loan going to mean for his future? for his financial flexibility? Is it gonna limit him to buy a house, limit him to buy a car, limit him where he can live? All potentially yes, and maybe he'll go back to Canada. <laughs> Who knows, but that, it's a big issue because we all want our kids to be educated, but because of the availability of these student loans, the cost of education has gone up uh, enormously over the last 20 years, uh, even longer, but generally in the last 20, 25 years, and it's becoming cost prohibitive and it's really now becoming a value proposition. Is it worth it? Now, I'm, I'm going to be honest. If my kid came to me and said, Dad, I want to own a restaurant. I know I'm passionate about food. I want to own a restaurant. I want to be a chef. I would not be concerned if he didn't go to school. He'd probably be better off using that money, go to culinary school, go work at a restaurant, learn the trade, and save the money and start a restaurant when you're in your 20s than drinking and doing whatever in college, campus, not remembering what he learned, and graduating with $200,000 in debt. Uh, most of us went to school. I know I went to college. Um, yeah, it was interesting. I learned, took some really cool courses, met some cool people. Do I remember much of what I learned? No. Uh, did I find yes? Was it worth it? Fifteen hundred bucks. It was worth it. For sixty thousand, not sure. Yes. Did I need it to get to law school and start my career? Yes. Would my life be okay if I didn't go to law school? Probably be better. <laughs> so you know, it, it's it's hard as a parent to have this proposition. But the one thing I do want to mention is. If you don't go to school, and another element you should consider is the savings by not going to school, the savings by not having that $40,000 or $30,000 loan, you can take that 200 bucks and put it in a Roth IRA each, week, each month and have 1.2 million, 1.7 million at retirement. Yes, that may be at 65 or 70, but that money will be there almost guaranteed. Whereas if you go to school and have all this debt, that money is now not available for the Roth IRA because you got to send it to the student loan company or the bank, and now you're choking and living pretty much bill to bill, paycheck to paycheck. So something I want to throw out there, the power of tax deferral makes it even a more interesting decision. I think a lot of people don't realize this, that the money they save doesn't necessarily just need to be blown on you know, clothes, shoes, and restaurants. You can actually take that, put it in a retirement system, 
the younger you are, the more power of deferral or compounded return because you have more years of growth or tax-free growth in a Roth. And then that money can help you sustain yourself and even your spouse or your kids down the road. So it's definitely a long-term process. You're not going to just not go to school at 18, save for five years and have $100,000 or a million dollars in the bank. It doesn't work that way. But the system works. Okay, If you use the system of deferral and compounded return, it works. It takes time, but it works. And it's just another wrinkle that, hey, if you want to minimize the student debt that you'll need to incur by maybe going to a different school, a community college, state college, and not going to a private school um, and, and limiting what your student debt could be, then you can take some of that savings, put it into an IRA, a Roth IRA, and have potentially a million plus tax-free at retirement. At 70 now, 70 is not what it was 20 years ago, and 70 is not going to be what it is now in 30, 40 years. 70, who knows, Tom, you know, we may have quarterbacks in the NFL playing at 70, right? With advancement in medicine, we're living longer, we're living healthier. 70 is not super old anymore. So I'm not asking people to, it's like life insurance that you only, your spouse or your heirs only benefit when you die. Here you could benefit from the retirement savings and have 10, 15, 20 years of enjoyment of that money. So it's just another play on the whole problem of student debt. Um, hopefully they will find a solution, whatever side of the aisle you're on. I think we all know college tuition is astronomical. It's out of control. I grew up in a different country. It's not necessary. I'm not saying it should be free. Okay. I, I professors got to get paid students. Um, there is a cost of doing all this. There's, there's a cost of running a school. Maybe there's a healthy medium. Um, I don't think it's fair to ask students to have 30, 40, $100,000 in debt without even going to graduate school, just for getting an associate or bachelor's degree. So that's really kind of the theme. Uh, it's all about using the power of deferral, compound and return to enhance your life and use it to complement other things you're doing. And in this case, it could even be your, your college degree, so to speak, by just saving and using the power of deferral and compound and return through an IRA or Roth IRA, you may end up being better off than if you had a college degree, even at a top private school, because you've had more years to save and more years to use that money to save in a retirement account versus paying off a student loan company. Anyways, just some food for thought. Uh, Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. Hope you found the podcast helpful, insightful. Subscribe to our channel. Um, plenty more coming. And thanks for watching and listening.